from San Diego, California. This is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about erogenous zones and their impact on your sexual intimacy. And there's a quote from Leo Buscalia that says, too often we underestimate the power of touch. And if I could add to that, just taking a little liberties there with Mr. Buscalia's quote, I would say, especially when it comes to creating arousal. Mm. And that's what we're talking about as we're talking about erogenous zones in today's episode. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And hug is an opportunity to celebrate what you're doing in your marriage, to celebrate how the two of you are taking action. And this hug comes from an email we received that started off with saying, I just wanted to let you know how much your ministry, openness, and authenticity have impacted our marriage and now our church we only discovered OEM, One Extraordinary Marriage, a little over five months ago, but because of your podcast, we're in a completely different space from that time. I have never seen my husband be so excited, committed, and on board to something like this before. Mm. After 20 years of marriage, we finally have the resources and vision to create the marriage we'd always hoped for. We pastor a non-denominational church and are so grateful to have an incredible tool to share with others. I look forward to the day when we will have a marriage conference and can bring you in as speakers. We had our first small group last night and it went great. I was surprised though at the excuses people make, but I pray the Lord will help them see the tremendous benefits from making their marriage a priority. We're sharing your book with others in the church and encouraging everyone to listen to the podcast. We are so thankful. I love it. That's oh. so awesome. I just, it's just cool. I mean, to those of you who do pastor churches, um, lay pastors, ministers, whatever you do, wherever you are in your church. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Truly, I mean, some of our our dearest friends have come from folks who have found the found the the show, pastors, and just getting to know know them. It, it's just amazing. And, and for this couple, it's just going to be so so amazing. What's going to happen in that community? Absolutely, marriage is transformed literally. You know, throughout the community. Um, means that there's a ripple effect happening there. That's right. And that's so incredible for us. And, you know, as we jump into this episode, you know, Tony clearly said at the beginning that we're talking about erogenous zones. And if I can just have a little <laughs> chuckle with you all, because you can hear the laughter in his voice. This was one of those episodes where this is actually take two, because Tony started, you know, going into the intro and he's like, we're talking about erroneous zones. And I'm like, hmm. Pretty sure there's no errors here. So yes, we are talking about erogenous zones. And, and this episode really came out of the fact that, that Tony and I were playing a new game the other night, a game to build sexual intimacy. And there was a card in the deck that said, your partner has to tease your collarbone. This is an erogenous zone that not many people know about. And Tony uh, and I ding, ding, ding. Those are two people right here who are reading this card that didn't know that. And you know, so there was kind of this weird, awkward moment. I mean, we're we're in bed, we're playing this game, we're reading this card, and we're like, collarbone, tease the collarbone. And and I wish you could have seen like all of you know, like all of the thinking face emojis on your phone were like lit up around our room as we were like just trying to go, huh? I've actually never thought about the collarbone. Okay, and, and so it was me having to do that to Elisa. So what ends up happening though, too, when when I'm gonna just 
lay this out. When you're playing new games, when you're doing new things, they don't necessarily go as we always intend or how we approach our sexual intimacy. So I'm like, okay. And Alisa, when when she gets nervous around our sexual intimacy, I've learned this now. I've learned this over the years. When she gets nervous around our sexual intimacy, she just bursts out into laughter. It is her way. That's so funny because our daughter does the same thing when she's also like nervous or there's a lot of emotion. Okay. Huh. Well, interesting. Little aha moment. That was weird, but okay. Um, so we're in bed. We're doing this, and and I'm about to begin to go after her collarbone. I'm going to just say go after. <laughs> okay. Go after. Like okay. I don't know what other word to say there, but I'm well, I'm, I'm gonna. Well, the the I'm directive gonna, was to tease my collarbone. Okay, I'm gonna so, tease her collarbone. Yeah, there we go. By blowing on it, licking it, something like that. But before I can even get to that point, Elisa starts laughing. And so whenever you are going to be doing something new, especially around this, when we're talking about what parts erogenous zones in on your body, do know there may be some reactions from your spouse and even from you. Mm-hmm. That, that I just want you to be aware of that. It doesn't mean that you can't have sex or end up having sex. It's just the process through it may look different than your normal, hey, we're going to jump into bed. There's going to be foreplay. I'm going to touch you this way. You're going to touch me that way. We're going to get, you know, we're going to get, I'm going to get you to ha- have an orgasm. You're going to have an orgasm. I'm going to get super aroused. We're going to have sex. So just know that what we're talking about here maybe a little uncomfortable and it's mm-hmm. okay because even for Elisa and I that happens it was a full-on discussion like th- there was almost a hard stop right in the middle of all the like just because it was a game for foreplay and and just this hard stop and it was like wait let's talk about the collarbone thing right let's talk like erogenous zones and, and you know this is how a little behind the scenes with Tony and Lisa this is how these things happen we're like have we ever done an episode on erogenous zones and we start having this small conversation in the middle of this game because we're like I don't know it's been almost 13 years I don't think we've done an episode a single episode and so hello welcome to episode 722 where we are talking about erogenous zones because we asked you guys last week hey when you hear this phrase right because it's also not a phrase that's common you know it's not like people are bantering around hey so let's talk about your like it's it's a slightly awkward phrase, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't come back. And we asked you guys, well, what do you think when you hear that phrase? And people said, touches that get you going, parts that make you tingle, touching, playtime, foreplay, sensual places. And I was like, all right, let's have a conversation about this. Because erogenous is defined as producing sexual excitement when stimulated, sexually sensitive. And so these erogenous zones are these parts of your body that produce sexual excitement or arousal when they're stimulated. And, you know, as we start expanding, you know, once the six pillars of intimacy, we released that book in November of 2021, we really started going after the fact of what does it look like to expand the definition of sexual intimacy? What does it look like to understand that it's, you know, more than just a penis and a vagina mm-hmm. getting into this place of saying, okay, well, well, what does arousal look like? What does foreplay look like? A- and getting into this place of saying, well, let's explore for the purpose of this episode, let's explore what erogenous zones are so that we can get into this, you know, ever expanding definition of how we can be sexually intimate Mm -hmm. with our spouses. And I want to share a statistic with you. The question that we asked after, you know, what do you think of when you hear the phrase erogenous zones is how many of you, or does your spouse know where your erogenous zones are? Mm -hmm. Right? Yes or no question. And 43% of you said that your spouse does not know. 
which means almost half. Yeah, that's why statistics work, which means that for some of you, this is going to rock your world, even here in this conversation. And for those of you that answered, yes, my spouse does know, don't, don't tune us out now because you might actually discover in this episode a few other places that maybe you haven't thought of, and it's going to rock your world too, mm-hmm. right? And you know, we can start with the really obvious ones, right? Mouth, lip, breast, nipples, buttocks, vagina, penis. It's kind of like, you know, I don't know, what is that like the top seven, eight? Um, but then you can actually start to think literally from head to toe. There's a lot of, you know, you can Google Roger and Stones. There's a lot of different, you know, places and that type of thing. But as I was looking at all of these different articles, what struck me is that literally, if you can reach it, it might just be an erogenous zone for you or for your spouse. And that actually starts to really, like it was mind blowing for me and Tony and I, as we were talking about this to go, have we actually considered beyond kind of like, you know, the top seven, what else and how else we can arouse one another? And what does it look like when we get into this place of awareness of going, how, how do I stimulate you? What are the possibilities? What is this thing with the collarbone? Right. But think about, think about the head, right? Like, you know, for some of you, when you give your spouse like a little scalp massage, Mm -hmm. they kind of get that like dreamy, like, oh, that feels really good feeling. Right. That might be one of their zones. It's, it becomes a game and a good game. Yes. It becomes a good game in the sense of where do we get turned on? Mm -hmm. Where do we get aroused? And picking up that card for Elisa and I, it just helped us to go, Oh wow, here we are almost 26 years married and we're still learning new stuff about one another. Mm Mm-hmm. And for myself in that moment, I was like, this is sort of cool. Like here, here we are and we're finding out new things about one another. Mm-hmm. And for yourselves, every sexual experience doesn't have to be the same. You can take some time to learn this stuff with one another. Be open, honest, and transparent about where you're going because I think that will definitely help your your spouse because if all of a sudden, you know, you're 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 touching, licking, blowing on her or his collarbone, they may be like, well, what are you doing here? Um, but it, it allows you to start to explore. Like Elisa said, your scalp, the ears. Mm-hmm. I know for, for Elisa, this is one of those places where, you know, <laughs> that that's one of those places where... I think it does create some sensation. It's just not the good kind. Yeah, I, the ears are a weird spot for me, right? But then you've also got the neck. And there are times when I totally want my neck, like it's cool to kiss my neck. And other times where like he can just come near my neck. And literally, I wish you guys could see me right now because like my, my shoulders are coming up because I kind of get this like little tickle sensation mm-hmm. around my neck. You know, again, the collarbone, that was a new one for us. Finding it was... <laughs> Even trying to find it was one of those day, one of those situations. I'm like, where is that? Where is it? And because it's very pronounced on me, but, but not as pronounced on Tony. But when you're laying down, it, I don't know why I, or maybe it was just darker in our room that day. I, yeah. I don't know. I was having trouble finding it. But moving on, <clears throat> excuse me, moving on from like that head region, you know, your inner arms, your wrists, the palm of your hands, fingers and fingertips. There was another card in there that said, um, was it like? 
like give your spouse a hand massage and mm-hmm. lick the fingertips or something like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there, look at there Tony. Was that one, there I, was I, the one that was, yeah, lick, lick, lick the fingertip. Yeah. Lick, lick one of the fingers or lick something Lick one of like the that. fingers. And to, like I finished and Tony was like, that was good. That was really good. Yeah, that was. It was actually like, again, one of those sensations where I was like, I would never have thought. Although with that one, I will say, Alisa was very clear. She like, when was the last time you washed your hands? I'm like, I don't remember exactly when I washed my hands last, Alisa. She's like, all right, can you please go wash your hands? Again, we're doing this together. If that makes Alisa feel more comfortable, then I'm going to get up out of bed knowing that we're, we're, we're trying these new things out. Mm-hmm. Go wash my hands. Come back to bed. Wasn't like I'm going to get all upset with Elisa and oh my gosh, I can't believe you're asking me to wash my hands and get out of the bed. No, I just got up, washed my hands, came back to bed. Yeah. I was like, you have two choices. Either I'm going to do it because you wash your hands or I'm not going to do it because you didn't wash. Like it's super simple. Yeah. I just wanted to clean hands. Um, but moving down, you know, all over the chest, the navel, the lower stomach, the small of the back. Mm. Moving down even further, inner thighs, behind the knee. Like this behind the knee thing kept coming up on so many articles. And I'm like, I think you would laugh. Like, yeah, Tony would probably be more worried that he was going to get kicked. kicked. Absolutely. Uh, but for some people, it truly, like, don't rule out anything until you've, like, tried it. And maybe you have to try it a couple times just to see if that first time was like, okay, this is awkward. And then you try it again, and you're like, huh. Or you try it again, and you're like, yeah, no, it's still awkward. Um, but even for some people, bottom of the feet and the toes. And I would think that one would be, again, if, if that was something that we had got picked, either one of us, I think we would both would have been like, hey, just go make sure, just go wash your wash feet. Wash your feet. Yeah, because we hadn't taken a shower before right. that or anything. And, you know, it, I had the revelation as I was looking at these different articles and synthesizing these lists and thinking about all of these different body parts that that it's super simple to think about erogenous zones to go into this place of, if it has nerve endings which your entire body does. It has the ability to be sexually stimulated. Like that right there is one of those statements where you're like, huh, hadn't quite thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. And, and as we've been talking, you know, really super intensely this last year about expanding this definition of sexual intimacy, now you can actually expand your your awareness of all of these different body parts that you could actually have connection in, right? That you can stimulate when it comes to your sexual intimacy. We're going to talk about how to find out about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're back, and we're talking about exploring erogenous zones in your sexual intimacy. And I want to say, first and foremost, you know, you can't have exploring if you don't start exploration, right? Like, like yeah, gotta do. For some of you, it might just be having a conversation of all of the different parts that we mentioned in this episode, right? That might just be the first conversation of going, okay, so I was listening to Tony and Lisa the other day. I don't know. Did you catch that episode on Roger and Zones? Hey, what do you think about that? Like bring your emotional intimacy into your sexual intimacy and have a conversation of saying, are there places on your body that maybe I don't know about or that hearing this episode, you're like, huh? I wonder what it would be like to be touched there. Mm-hmm. It's, we've said it many, many times on this show. And the reality is, is that as married couples, you get the best form of sex ed, right? You've got a real live human being that you can explore with. And it's, it, use this episode as a catalyst to go, let's see if we've got an expanded definition of what the erogenous zones are. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then let's talk about the different touches that you can use to find out if those areas actually are erogenous zones. I mean, you can get into this place of saying, what can I explore with my hands? Right. What, what do different touches feel like on your body? What does it look like to use your mouth, whether it's licking or kissing or little breaths or nibbles? I always think of ears being nibbled on very specifically, but what variety can you bring to that and do different touches, different forms of that physical intimacy that's now coming into your sexual intimacy? And I was just going to say, as you were saying that though, too, don't forget, you can bring in like a silk scarf. Mm -hmm. You can bring in a feather, even, you know, a massage oil, Mm -hmm. even, and and we have these are the, um, the shea butter candles. Mm -hmm. So they, it, heats up it, it warms up and so even that heat you can you can use ice mm-hmm. those are those are ways so that you can heighten those areas and play with one another i just want to say this so and elisa said you know talking about that exploring when she said that for some reason my mind went to um back in the day just these expeditions that happened and those that were going on this expedition, they had to get on that boat and they had to cast off from where they were. Mm-hmm. They, they had to go. And, and for, for some reason in my mind, even in our marriages and when we're looking at something like this and our sexual intimacy, we have to, we have to cast off from, from what we know. Mm. Going into something we don't know. And, when, and I was just thinking about you know, these big ships and these explorations, they got to go away. They, they're going to go, you know, into the sea and into places that they've never seen before. They're not going to see the land. Like that's where they've been before. And I think in our marriages, sometimes we, we need to cast off. We got, we got to go. We know what's here. We know we have a great sex life and yet we're going to cast off and we're going to go exploring this mm. for, for this session and, and see where, what, where we end up. And, I don't know why that just sort of hit me because I feel like what we were doing that night 
there was a lot of exploring. There was mm-hmm. there was a lot of like uncertainty at times of what is this going to be like, and yet together we were on the we were on that ship together, going, "Hey, we're on the same team with this. We both want to have a good time together." And I felt like it was just this exploring it in 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 a way that we hadn't had before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know a big part of that and, and going along with your expedition, you know. Tony has definitely got this love of history. Um, And so he has read, you know, about great expeditions, whether it's Everest or sailing expeditions and things like that. You know, a big part of those those expeditions was that there was feedback that they were, con- whether they were getting feedback from, you know, all of the instruments telling what was happening with the seas or the weather or things like that. And that's also true when the two of you are exploring mm-hmm. erogenous zones in, in your body, on your bodies, right. Of being able to give your spouse feedback. Mm-hmm. What does feel good? What doesn't, what feels uncomfortable? What could be done, you know, softer or gentler or firmer, like whatever it might be, give the feedback vocalize. I, you know, I talk about this in um, chapter 10 of the six pillars of intimacy, but creating that feedback and, and doing it in a way that's honoring, right? Like, hey, honey, could, could a little more pressure, a little less pressure. Hey, maybe try breathing or try licking or nibble or whatever that is for the two of you. Bringing that verbalization in, letting your spouse know, hey, am I anywhere near the mark? Is this working or am I just like, like non on your collarbone for no good reason and it's not doing anything for you? Yeah, and we have an episode, an older one we did some time ago called Speak Up, Vocalize Your Satisfaction. It's episode, actually, episode 235. I'm going to put a link here into the episode notes for you to to listen to that because I do believe that this is this is vital for us when we are doing this sort of exploring because it's like we need that feedback loop. There needs to be some way of going. And it may be yes, no, harder, softer, whatever that is. I know for myself, when Elisa and I are in that place, it helps me to know is is she liking this or not? Mm-hmm. Because if, if if she's not liking it, I totally get it. We're, we're, we're exploring. So just tell me it's, but if you are, give me those. And, and sometimes while we're there, I'm like, Elisa, you're going to have to let me know. Mm-hmm. Even even just breathing heavy, giving me that, oh, like it, it, this is good sort of sound helps me to know I'm going in that right direction and vice versa. So that that's a really cool episode uh, for those of you who are looking at like, what does it look like to speak up? What does it look like to actually vocalize while we're in this exploration around our sexual intimacy? And I just want to say, and I say this every time we bring up a much older episode, if you listen to it and you hear a younger Tony and Elisa, and you're like, I can't believe either one of you said that because I haven't listened to it. I mean, that episode is probably eight years old, mm-hmm. give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, give us grace. Yep. Just you listen to the old episodes with grace. I'm just going to put it in there. And, and, you know, finally, as we're talking about this whole, you know, exploring the erogenous zones, looking at all of this is, you know, give yourselves grace to try and try again. Right. It's not like you're going to get this exhaustive list and, you, you know, and I would definitely caution against this. Don't try and go, does this work? Does it, don't be like the Verizon guy that says, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Asking the question, does that feel good? Does that feel good? Does that feel good? You'll, you'll turn what could be a really great sexual experience with between the two of you into something where your spouse is just like enough already. Right. You don't have to go head to toe when the two of you have sex for the first time this week after you hear this episode. Right? Explore one or two. Talk about 
like I said, talk about where you might want to explore and then talk about explore, like do it and talk about how it worked. Did you like the licks there? Did you like the breath there? Did you like the touch there? What could I have done differently? Right? Would you like to try that again? These are all questions. Here's the beauty of sexual intimacy. When you partner it with emotional intimacy and feedback and conversation, it, it really turns into something almost magical and how it unites the two of you, right? Having these conversations, exploring one another's bodies, being in this place of saying, what are we building together? How are we strengthening? The, obviously, this episode has been primarily wrapped around the, our sexual intimacy. How are we strengthening our sexual intimacy? But how are we using tools like our emotional intimacy and our physical intimacy to be able to do that? How are we having the conversations and what are the touches that are going to lead as those two pillars are also getting stronger to this really strong sexual intimacy pillar. Mm. You know, we talk about it a lot that, that the pillars themselves are, they're not independent. We identify them independently because they all have to have names and, you know, actions behind them, but ultimately they're interdependent. Mm -hmm. It really does make a difference that you're, you're looking at them from this holistic standpoint of saying, okay, you know what? Like your body is amazing. And some of you, th that may just be where you start with your spouse is just letting, reminding them that their body is amazing. Let's, like, I want to explore you. And here's something you bring up though. And, and, it's, and it's an interesting thing because, hey, when we're in this place, right? This isn't the quickie. And so mm. for some of you, you're, you're listening to this and going, well, when are we going to do this, Tony and Elisa? Well, you're going to have to look at your calendar and find some time mm -hmm. and give yourself some space. And I know... All of us have full schedules. Things are going on. And yet, could you find 30 minutes? For some, you guys may begin to use the emotional intimacy talking about this, the romancing part, the initiating part. Don't forget, you don't need to be naked to kiss your wife's neck. You don't need to be naked to rub their finger. There are things that you can do throughout the day mm -hmm. that That's can... Good lead to your sexual intercourse by looking at or touching those erogenous zones. Mm. And so you can use this in a different way. Elise and I were playing a game. We were in bed doing this. But as I see this and I, and I think about where many of us are, the conversation may be, let's start exploring but we can do this as a way to romance and initiate with one another and then even lead into others as we get into the bedroom. So good. So good. So this week, this week, have the conversation. You know, what are those body parts? What do you want to explore? When are you going to make time to have an extended session together to go exploring? And how are the two of you going to give feedback? Right? This is, this is a really unique topic. And it's one that I think is really going to expand the sexual intimacy for so many of you. Yeah, it's really good. Go go check out those erogenous zones on one another. Go map out your bodies. Like really look at this as a way of mapping out one another's body. And it doesn't matter if you are newlyweds or if you've been married 40 plus years. There's always something to explore. And to have the extraordinary marriage, we need to step out and go, you know what? We're going to be intentional and we're going to take action around this. So this week, as Elisa said, go find those erogenous zones on one another. Go have fun and share with us. I'd love to hear, hey, what did that 
do for the two of you? What was that like? Share your hug. We'd love to read it here on an upcoming episode. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.